0: Hi, and welcome to the Mindset and Performance podcast. I'm Dries, I help athletes and business professionals with their career development. We work on a wide range of areas from psychology to strategy and execution, but we focus essentially on the mindset as it is the key to everything else. The whole idea behind this podcast is to deconstruct the habits that led people to their success, to learn from their experience and understand the psychology behind their actions and behaviors. And, of course, to gain key insights that you can apply to your own life. Welcome to the confinement series. These episodes are recorded for you from Germany in times where all the nations have taken strict measures to stop spreading the coronavirus. With this new and unique situation, many of us are challenged to live in conditions that they are not used to. Which is why I'm bringing experts in different fields to give advice and intel on how you can manage your everyday, your health, physically and mentally, your relationships, your business, and your emotional well-being. So, without further ado, our next guest. Okay, well, thank you for... um accepting on a such a short notice to join this uh interview podcast i guess it's not really an interview it's a conversation i'd call it
1: yeah it's a lovely conversation i hope yeah thank you so much for having me that's actually like,
0: like the other ones we had before they were all good i guess i mean they were exactly not and but like it's still it's still about uh, um what do you do and um i'm interested in knowing how your practice can be helpful for people who are confined now, right now, in in quarantine. And maybe not your practice, but your experience, your input, Mm. your advice, and your coaching practice, and how that can translate to something actionable, maybe to the people who are going to be listening.
1: Yeah, I actually love that when you um, approached me with that, because Mm. I was... Like then I was, I was, I was last week, basically, obviously. Um, I was literally thinking about it because I think, and I'm going to, um, get into your question, which is what I'm doing. Um, but mindset is as well what I'm doing. So that's, that's one thing we share. Um, I think it's very crucial. Like there are a lot of tools and a lot of experiences that we have around our work that is very important right now for people because with the isolation and, um, yeah, actually, like the fear machine that is happening all around us is, is just triggering um, anxiety in, in a, at a level that I think we didn't know before as well, you know? So, yes. yeah. So, what I do is, um, well, well maybe, I work...
0: Maybe introduce yeah. yourself first, yes, like who you are, okay. where you come from.
1: Um, so, my name is Ina, um, and I'm German, which is what you know, <laughs> I've been living um all over the place and actually just made my way back to Germany which I didn't really expect would happen ever again but here I am and right now I'm, I'm pretty happy about that too actually it's really nice to be close to my family as well which I haven't been for the last I don't even know 15 years or so so that's pretty amazing and um I have been a movement educator my whole life, and as well, I um, pursued a career in in a corporate world, so I kind of have these two worlds, and at one moment, I decided to leave the corporate world, my career that I was building there, and um, go back into movement, and movement for me has always been, always had to do a lot with mental training as well. And um, because of some episodes in my life where I was facing, well, I would say it was depressive episodes. I was um, dealing with anxiety. And so I actually, back then, I learned a lot about um, like how you can influence, train and define like your, your mindset, your mental health and how that actually defines the reality that you build around you as well as your physical health. So I always combined the mental and the physical health. And when I left corporate, this is what I did. I was um, working with um, creative agencies. So I coached their people um, on mental and physical health issues. And I kept on doing that. I went to Bali, which is why I know you, (laughs) and um, built my practice from there. And it was totally online based and absolutely digital i was working with people from all over the world i still am and i focus quite a lot on on high achievers um, we call them high achievers I, I guess it's it's um it's a known description which basically means it's its personalities that are very driven that seek to achieve a lot and yeah push themselves sometimes a bit over the edge which is why they end up working with me because whether they're super exhausted or they have mental health issues or they um yeah they need to manage their emotions a bit differently sometimes people come to me as well when they just um yeah when they're when they are pretty well but they still want to you know optimize their mental emotional capacity because they need to perform at a very high level and that's basically what i do
0: right right and how long have you been doing this
1: Ah, that's a good question. Um, Officially, I started in 2015, which makes it five years. But I have been doing this before as well. So when I was in corporate, I left corporate, my corporate job, I left in 15. And then I went into like the practice, basically. Um, And before that, I was doing it a a little bit more underground. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Without me even knowing that I was doing it in a way okay and as well i didn't have the tools which is a huge difference like now i have the coaching tools that were important for me um because they set like what they taught me apart from all the all the other tools that it gave me but what it taught me which was really important for me personally was to set my boundaries as well because it's a very um personal business and um you're very like. I am I'm very engaged, so i really I really seek to help and support people and um that can be upsetting, I guess you know that um yeah I right. guess
0: you gain the tools and you get uh, gained also the experience I believe also from working absolutely. with multiple people from different backgrounds all over the world right
1: absolutely yeah no, and for sure
0: so how do you specifically um combine um, the body and mind that that's that's the question that i want to pin actually so we don't forget about it mm-hmm. but before that i would like to ask you how was that journey that journey since 2015 uh the ups and oh. downs the ups only some downs
1: <laughs> oh yeah only ups. <laughs> no, unfortunately not or actually that's not true not unfortunately but it was a massive journey to be quite honest and um I don't know if all the entrepreneurs like all the entrepreneurs I know at least because i mean it's it's coaching is a business, right, so we're entrepreneurs as well, like we actually run a full business, and um what I learned is that or what I understood is that it makes you face your demons, <laughs> like your your own inner self in a way that you didn't before because. Well, at least in my corporate experience, I was and I was I think I was always looking for the reason why and looking for purpose and whatsoever. Like I was um, very reflective and wanted to develop myself very um, intensely, even in corporate. But then when you go into business and all of a sudden you're a self-employed, you're an entrepreneur. Um, you um, try to run a business because at the very first three years, I think it's rather trying than actually running a business, you um, come across a lot of mindset blocks that you have and a lot of conditioning that you have and yeah. a lot of you know roadblocks and stumbling stones. And so it was far up from an upward journey. There were a lot of downs, and the good thing is that if you go down a certain scale, you usually go up or you have the ability to go up a certain scale. And I think you're going to be asking me next um, how I actually managed to push myself through the valleys. Yes. <laughs> Entrepreneurship. Good
0: guess. Uh, yeah. yeah. How, 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 how did you manage to go through that? Like what skills did you employ to navigate those those challenges?
1: Yeah, I mean, you probably know that saying um, that we can't really coach ourselves. So we do have a massive toolbox, right? Um, With all the NLP training and um, meditational training. Sorry about that. I'm going to switch that off. Um, But the thing is that it gets very difficult to kind of coach yourself. It's, almost impossible but you having see always
0: set, the blind spots you need somebody yes
1: exactly you definitely need a mirror like a person that mirrors mm-hmm. you that can kind of um that motivates you in a phase where you're super down that mm-hmm. um you know shares with you the good moments as well and yeah and and kind of helps you see what you are not Really wanting to see sometimes as well. Mm-hmm. But um, having said that, I definitely used all the tools that I teach my clients. And I think that is very natural as well, because I think we can only kind of guide people through stuff that we have experienced ourselves. It, it doesn't mean that I need to understand the precise problem that my client is going through, which I don't very often, but I see what is going on in the very background. And that is. If you really simplify it it is very similar sometimes even almost the same in, in every person so what i use a lot is um meditation definitely i need to actually get back into meditation since i'm in germany i haven't really used that as much but visualization um, any mind training anything that works with neuroplasticity that like we can train our brain i don't need to explain that to you maybe to your listeners but mm-hmm. that is Just something can. that is something that is super um yeah it was a game changer for me when i when i actually understood the the science behind all these tools like everything that has to do with actually training our brain has to do with training our belief system training our mindset and can yeah immensely influence our emotions and Mm -hmm. the way we feel about things defines how we act on things so
0: ultimately changing the results and the the outcomes that the things that we are not happy about but what were you what was your vision back then when you started were you were you clear about it were you testing things and seeing how it's gonna go
1: i was i guess the first two years i was sabotaging myself in a big way I started, I mean, I was always working and that's, that's a problem as well. Um, I kept myself very busy to not really look at the things that I really had to do. And I started a lot of projects and a lot of, um, corporations. Like I worked with a lot of people on certain things and, but then I never really pushed it all the way through. So I always, and it was, I guess it was always the moment, um, before the big, breakthrough that I actually kind of you know threw my hands up in the air and I had to understand as well that I was always scared of um, actually succeeding which is not quite true I was always scared of that stuff becomes too big you know that I can't handle it that I get overwhelmed that I work myself sick and stuff like that because that was my understanding that success success comes at a very high cost and so it's kind of always avoiding to really break through and um so that was like my first I see. Yeah, two okay. years
0: right wow yeah i mean a lot of people underestimate a little bit the journey of entrepreneurship and starting <laughs> yes. up a business and it comes with a uh, with um, Beautiful, wonderful moments, but also with the challenges and those challenges, I guess it's grit, commitment, focus. These are the things that we need to be equipped by to, yeah. to keep going, especially if, we, if we're doing something that we love and we enjoy and we see, I mean, we have a little bit of a vision of what we want to become, what we want to do with it.
1: And especially Absolutely.
0: if it's uh, purpose-oriented like what we do, that's uh, yeah. giving we get a lot of giving in it which ultimately comes back to us emotional satisfaction uh, the kick we get from having some our moments with the clients or having them have their own our moments happy with the results that they or the achievements they did yeah so how's it going now with all these things with the coronavirus i mean which part of what you practice and what you offer do you apply on for your own do you apply for yourself that is helpful that someone listening can use and use for themselves like you mentioned meditation and so on but what i'm trying to get to here actually is go back to that pinned question body and mind and what's how do you offer that how do you execute that
1: yeah i think it's um there are, it's a multiple-layered answer that I have. So for me, I just said this the other day to a friend. I usually, I tend to work quite well in exemplary situations. Like when, when everything else goes crazy, I become super calm. It's actually, it's, it's easier for me to really well operate in, in times like that than in normal times, so to say. Oh, wow. Because because it triggers my creativity and um, I was, um, and there comes the other layer, I just, when I came to Germany, I um, localized uh, my business a little bit more, means I started teaching again very heavily, like I teach movements again. Um, I as well reached out for a lot of companies because I decided to not only coach people one-on-one, but actually go into um, my holding workshops and seminars and so on and working with corporations. And um, this is obviously a branch right now in my business that is totally silent because, I mean, I don't really have to explain that, right? Everything is shut down and... Yeah. There is no like contact. So even the, the meetups that were scheduled, like the just discussion of the format of things, um, everything is just paused. So that was obviously a moment where I was like, oh, that's pretty bad because I've put a lot of work into that. And um, it was defining for my income. I still have my one-on-one clients obviously, but I put a lot of energy into that branch. Um, but then I was like, okay, I, I have... A lot of things on my list that are more digitally uh, focused and apart from that I do have my brain to come up with ideas right so and that's an essential as well if I buy into the negativity the the fear and um, you know you become very um, you freeze basically and as especially in situations that are that are like ours right now which is just pretty crazy at the end of the day I don't know if you've ever experienced anything no, similar that's, to that that's
0: that that's a, that's a very unique experience it's yeah and a, I think it's
1: experience. it's very it's a first and it's very unique for almost everyone right yeah. so um, but I get into a very and don't get me wrong like I get into a, positive mode which doesn't mean that I obviously um, find the situation how it is positive because it is a very um, scary situation for all of us it is an isolated situation and all that is nothing that I find positive but um, there are new opportunities as well there are new you can focus on building relationships in a different way because you have actually more time and more focus um i was realizing i was running around like a whole lot before um before the froze actually comes before the shutdown happened i mean we're not actually grounded um but in a way we are um you know that um
0: running around a lot like as in um like, I had a
1: lot of appointments, um, I had a lot of meetings, I was teaching quite a lot, um, mm, I see. stuff like that, right? And even, even my social life is very active. And um, I mean, I, I restarted dancing, so I was training as well. And that means that like, I had appointment and appointment and appointment and squeezed my creative work into the little kind of bricks that were showing up, you know? Um, Yeah, right. And now I actually have time. I had like a few days where I only brainstormed my ideas, put them immediately into um, implementation and um, invited people and as well actually connect to people on a very different level. Mm -hmm. Um, I had very... um, deep conversations with my family it's it's funny I mean they live pretty much around the corner but I'm I don't want to see my parents right now because they are older and I don't you know you you never know if you carry a virus at the end of the day and so it's more conversations on the phone um, or via video chats um, which we're used to do um, because of the the distance we actually use but um, I don't know how you feel about it, but for me, it gives you a lot of focus as well.
0: When, when the tension started fading after my, um, my move, um, it started adjusting slowly, slowly, and therefore also seeing the uh, positive things from uh, the situation. And I, I do share the same point with you about uh, being all over the place. Um, Decisions are minimized now. Uh, Movements are minimized. Commute time is minimized. Actually, it disappeared completely. So there's a lot of time to create and connect and um, do some work, groundwork, if there is something like that. Like I'm reading also a lot these days, reading about, um, what's the book that I'm reading right now? It's about radical acceptance. So it's time to reflect i don't know if Mm -hmm. you're familiar with this book really good really good one
1: i don't know it yet but Mm -hmm. i definitely gonna ask you for um the recommendation of that book
0: (laughs) so what i take from um, from you here is that you see the opportunities where they should where they are where maybe not everyone sees them you stay in positive that sounds like having a growth mindset it is actually Mm -hmm. a growth mindset which is good and um what would be um, like the actionable advice here for people who are listening who would like to benefit from what you offer is specifically in that combination of body and mind. I mean, like I can say about what I do, and I, I guess I will do that. I'll say that at some point, but I guess you're more experts in that field than, than I am. Proper movement background with proper (laughs) mindset background
1: well you have taught athletes as well so i guess we we both have um our share on that but um yeah so for me you know i always describe this actually um actually tried to kind of describe the concept to my boyfriend the other day um Anxiety, for example, is something that is in the first place is a physical um, state, right? So before you actually understand that you have that, it's a certain physical that comes before that, and without diving too deep into all that, but i am a total and i'm a total advocate of of the topic of embodiment and that basically means that you can enter your emotions through your mere physics means the way we 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 stand up our posture has has a huge effect on how we feel um and i think that's that's very um intuitively understandable right um I mean, look at, I think they did like a a big test with university students that got their grades and how they walked out of um, the room where they got their grades presented. And those ones, right, that came up with like a very tall, um, like high chest and, you know, that obviously had good grades and so on. And um, it's the same thing if if you have an interview for a job and you show up and your shoulders just sink into a forward rotation and, You know, you sink into yourself, you appear very shy. Um, It's obviously not a communication of a strong person that wants to take on a new opportunity. Um, What is interesting here is that the moment you move your body, and that's my own experience, um, I feel safe. Um, And obviously it has to do with me using movement as well as kind of a structure. Um, but it is a very physical reaction to It's um, something that is calming. It's stress-releasing. Um, it brings you away from all the, like from the carousel that you have in your in your mind that is like circling around boards of anxiety and whatsoever. So it's, it's a bit of a distraction as well. Um, but it helps you to see more clearly if that makes sense. So I think it is a huge like it's very important to change your emotional setup through your physical setup and that sometimes is as easy as changing the way you sit you stand like your posture and um, there are certain more little tweaks and adjustments that you can can do to really like adjust your emotions some people get for example like a very tight chest or not in the stomach and stuff like that and I mean what would you um what would you um tell a person that reacts with very tight chest or it's not in the stomach um to stress like the they relieve that very easily through a very physical um activity which is breathing actually right and that literally if you breathe for five minutes or for even four or five seconds i don't know um I think there is a 90 second rule or something, Um, it will go away. And the feeling of anxiety, which is not always very rational, right, Um, just kind of disappears and you can think about the stuff and that opens the place for more positivity. Did this answer your question in a way?
0: It did, it did completely. I do do see also what you mean by that. EB external behavior impacts internal computation and inter- impacts internal space. Yes. So your thought processing yeah. and your internal states emotions are impacted by your um, external behavior. And each one of those three uh, components like they, they have an impact one on the other one. Just change one and you impact the other ones. But like through movement Absolutely. through yeah. movement, like changing a little bit a tiny bit on your body posture or in your breath, You could influence uh, the way you feel and then, and therefore, the way you think, so you can get going with your day. And then, now confined, uh, quarantine, we I don't, I guess, I don't know. Everyone could move a little bit, everyone could work on their body posture a little bit more often. They need to set maybe reminders to get up from that desk if they're working digitally at home Mm -hmm. and stand up and do something, or, or have it a part of their routine somehow. What do you suggest with that, like when it comes to movement, not only necessarily on the small tiny ones, the, the 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 small tiny improvements and changes, but also if you can go all the way to more expressive type of movements from your background in in the yoga, in the dance, and so on?
1: So yeah, I mean, you can see that all the studios, that's one thing, and that's something I did as well, um, are going online. So there is a very broad um offer on on yeah online classes if you want so like i'm offering a stream where people can um yeah move with us like i i opened right. it for a lot of teachers as well so oh that's I good contacted... so you can
0: share the link right
1: absolutely yeah absolutely Excellent. and yes. we start tomorrow so it's it's going to be exciting for me too because I think I've never taught movement via a Zoom meeting.
0: <laughs> I, I think that will be super beneficial for people. Yeah. Have it definitely practice is. Practice like
1: that. And we use it. So I, I contacted a few um, teachers in, in, in my environment. And um, so we want to use this as well. Like the the physical here is pretty much what we focus on. But we want to kind of um yeah we kind of want to um carry as well a bit of a message what you can do about the situation with your mindset like how you can with mindfulness um become karma you know mm-hmm. um, access your nervous system and so on and um so that's the one thing that i think there are right now is incredible it's not the same some people might say as if you are in a room with people but i think it's already a very beautiful um, opportunity that you have and for some it's actually even beneficial because you are safe at home it's very comfortable you don't like you don't lose the time to go somewhere and you can just do everything at home Mm -hmm. and apart from that what i did when i was working with agencies because what you said is very true that Through the way we work, there are a lot of things that happen to our body that end up in our um, emotional setup as well as our mindset as well. So the sitting obviously is, wasn't it called the new smoking back in the days as well? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's really bad, not just for your spine or or your joints in general or your, your muscle setup. It's actually really bad for your brain as well and um there are certain rules like really being in the same position for ages is very bad for your brain and for your spine in the first place for your joints it just um gets super stiff that's the one point but it it um it gets overused in certain areas as well so you just kind of need to change up a lot if you work in front of a computer, like change your position. That's good. If you can, stand up, work standing up as well. I mean, I'm guilty of that as well. Sometimes when I'm really focused, I'm in front of my computer in the worst position ever. And then I get up and my neck is done, you know. Um, but it's it's actually when I was researching that um, with someone that I I created a program for these agency people, it's even because people always say, well, I go to the gym, like one hour every day, what, whatsoever. But the effect that sitting, long sitting has on your spine is so detrimental. Like, it doesn't matter if you go to the gym. I mean, to be quite honest, most people, when they go to the gym, it's not a proper movement that they seek there even. So it's it's not even making things better. It often makes things it's worse. worse. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, there are um, little and I'm probably going to put some of those videos in there as well, like in the next couple of days. But there are certain movements that you can do like in front of your computer on your desk. Um, It's but it really is about getting yourself moving as much as you can. And sometimes little changes make a whole difference. And um, if it comes to blockages on the mind, which I feel we have a lot if we are inside sometimes small changes right now you can't go to a cafe to work which i love to do to open my mind a little bit but at least you can change the room you know you can sit on your couch for an hour then you can um, stand up in your kitchen whatsoever but it's definitely about changing positions a lot
0: definitely very good input here yeah i'm looking forward also to follow those follow those uh, series you're gonna be putting out there online (laughs) I have to admit that I have been sitting here by the computer. Oh, how many hours are there uh, from <laughs> maybe 7.30 a.m.? This is 4 p.m. now the recording. Oh, I, had, oh I had a little lunch break, half an hour, which was sit-in. <laughs> <laughs> and I had five, six minutes on the couch, uh, on the phone, uh, chatting with a friend quickly. So, Yeah. That's going to be yeah
1: good. no it's 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 actually i love that you say this because obviously um now in the quarantine situation the ways that we walk are even shorter uh-huh. um so i would even try to artificially make them longer <laughs> <laughs> and um kind of include maybe put stickers on every corner in the house and here you do a little stretch and then you do you know, a squad or whatsoever, just kind of to make it a little bit playful, but yeah. it's just crucial.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yes. Good. So, yeah, that was uh, that was really cool. I don't know if you would you like to add something regarding the mind side. You, you spoke about body. Uh, you, you gave some actionable tips there for people to try out. So you also sharing a link. You said also that you will be sharing input about. Um, um, the the ma- mental side of things, like how we can yes. be more mindful and so on. But do you have anything um to share right now with, regarding that topic? Like, what would be, what's your own practice to keep your yourself sane in confinement? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Me and and my partner, because I'm I'm becoming a maniac at one moment um, if I'm enclosed all the time. I actually, and it's still possible, I go on walks quite a lot and I hope it's going to stay possible. If not, it's going to be a whole lot more difficult for me. Outdoors?
0: Outdoors, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay.
1: I don't, I mean, I have um, quite a big balcony or terrace if you want. So, Yeah. Um, but at the same time, it's not like, I really. I digest mental things, emotional things, intellectual things when I walk and um, to be in the fresh air is something that is like, if, if possible in, 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 in the woods is the best for me actually, or in the beach, the beach is great as well. Um, So right now I can still do that, um, which is pretty good. And then for me, one of, my major tools, if my mind gets um, very intertwined, then I journal a lot. I need to kind of, it's a verbal vomiting, excuse my language, but it's really like I really need to get it out of my head and on paper and it structures everything so well. It's really releasing for myself. And very nice. Very good. Mm. Apart from like meditation, which I don't practice on a level that I'm used to practice right now, um, is movement like for me it's crucial actually i was sitting around last week almost all the time as well but today i actually um went into the studio and moved for one and a half hours and it was so healing really just you feel how your body all of a sudden opens up and that definitely has an effect on your nervous system and your mind at the end of the day so for me it's it's always better out than in right so i whether i have a journal where i kind of leave the stuff i go on a long walk where i can um, structure my thoughts i speak to people that i know can give me great input or can listen very well or um you know kind of have an access to the emotional yeah my emotions and i can share with them my emotions so people i trust so that's very important as well
0: very good very good thank you for sharing all these tips i'm definitely going to be uploading that very soon nice you have questions for me back
1: ah yes what is your practice (laughs) right now
0: (laughs) yeah i'm I'm quite um ocd a little bit about my practices and i if i don't do my morning routine i feel like i missed something in my day and Mm -hmm. uh um, well, I, I do meditate like, um, regularly, I would say every day now since, uh, since a little while, um, the duration changes from 10 to 20 minutes, 10 when I'm a little bit in a rush or a little bit more, um, how to say, um, less grounded. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I follow that by some breath work. And now that I'm in Europe, I'm doing uh, ice cold uh, uh, showers and a um, little bit of mantra reading or like just flip on the pages of books that I have been, um, or books or notes that I have been uh, um, bookmarking, uh, pages that I've been more bookmarking to read and get reminded. And then I go on by my day and definitely walking around a little bit exercising a little bit moving a little bit and um i have i have actually a little uh, notebook with a big little hand-drawn smile with a person nice. and then um, it's re- I'm, I'm writing on top of it smile just like that simply smile so to remind myself to smile and just right by my, my desk right now and i'm looking at it as I'm, I'm speaking just to look at it sometimes and think smile stay positive um, things will get better, and um, as a reminder, not only for for these times, but like for always.
1: Always, exactly. Um, yep.
0: Connections, conversations, like the one I'm having with you here, it's very enjoyable, also refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, reminded me, uh, reminding me that there is, there are people out there like yourself who who have valuable inputs to share, and that we are all connected united somehow in these unique times yeah voila Mm -hmm. yeah
1: i think it actually opens up a lot of um opportunities as well there's it's it's always like this isn't it it's like making a decision means you decide against something but there is a door opening right in front of you and i think the situation as well is something and in the most part what i think as well is you, you are so squeezed by, by life right now that um, your inside kind of pours out. So I think it, it's a huge opportunity to to grow. Yeah. You know, yeah. to actually look really into what's been happening, uh, why does it trigger certain fears, certain thoughts as well, stuff like that. And I think it, it's actually, yeah, we can learn from that a lot.
0: Yes. Certainly. So yeah, this is coming close to an end then this conversation okay. for now, I guess we will have more and more <laughs> in the coming, coming days. We can discuss different topics.
1: I would love that. Yeah. And great. Um,
0: is there anything to add? Like, so how do people can find you like Instagram, I guess, LinkedIn and also the yeah, link I will put in the bio, right? The link for the free videos.
1: Perfect. Yes. So that's, um, it's two websites. The one, um, with the movement i'm going to share you the link and um, then linkedin is the best i guess you will share the link as well right so mm-hmm. my website is inandrea.com where people can find me and contact me and they find me through that i think as well on linkedin so yeah happy to speak to everyone and see what coming out of this interesting time that we're actually going through
0: yes excellent thank you very much Ina.
1: Thank you so much, Doris.
0: I talk to you very soon.
1: Yeah, talk really soon. <laughs> Thanks for having bye. me. Bye. Bye bye.
0: That's it for today's conversation. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the key insights that we shared on this podcast interview. Don't forget to hit the subscribe button if you didn't subscribe yet and head to my website, thebuddyandmindcoach.com blog to find exclusive articles about various personal and professional development topics. And finally, if you are an athlete or a business professional who's looking for help to advance your career and navigate through whatever challenges that you may be facing to win your game, or if you are a corporate organization who would like to offer their team a workplace well-being workshop, or if you are a sports team who's looking at unlocking their full potential, go to my website, thebuddyandmindcoach.com, scroll to the bottom and hit the contact button and reach out. Thank you and enjoy your day.